put your hands together for the Lord. Rev. Sam always says that this is what everlasting Father Cathedral. So whatever the Lord will do for you, what will always last, will be everlasting. Hallelujah. So this morning, we have our pastor, our father, our man of God, our God has prepared for us this morning. He has been with the Lord throughout the week. And this morning, he has appeared with the word of God for you. Hallelujah. This morning, if you are happy to be here and you are ready for the word, I want you to please be on your feet and let us honor the one that deserves the honor. Let us give honor unto whom honor is you. Put your hands together and welcome our pastor, our father, Bishop Frank. Tell we are enemies or you can do better than that. Hallelujah. Hey. It's a sound. Come on. Beautiful. up your hands wherever you want. Father, we thank you this morning. Just begin to talk to God this morning. Many of us miss the prayer time. You want to talk to God this morning? Speak to him. Bless his name. Bless his name. In the name of Jesus. Let, oh God, your presence fill us this morning. In the name of Jesus. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Rando Shiyadarabose. Speak in tongues. He that speaketh in our known tongues speaketh not unto man, but unto God. This morning, I want to speak directly to God as to speak in tongues. You are speaking directly to God. Communicate directly to God. He that speaketh in our known tongues speaketh not unto man, but directly to God. For no man understandeth him, how be it in the spirit. He speaks mysteries. This morning you want to speak some mysteries. Lift up your voice. Rebo, see another bashande. Rebo, Thank you, Lord. Come on, sing it. Oh, 
we thank you one more time have your way in our midst let no one miss his direction let everyone receive direction in the name of Jesus may we indeed receive your glory for this is the morning glory service let everyone live here with an impartation of your glory in the name of Jesus have your way and bless us this morning Lord in Jesus name we pray and everyone will shout Amen Put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated. Hallelujah. God bless you for coming today. When it started raining, I said, Hey, and then you're Hallelujah. Because it's not easy. I mean, our road is in a bad shape. You see people coming and the way they are, how to walk. Oh, it's not easy. But God bless you for. Passing through and coming in spite of the situation. You still made it. Hallelujah. Amen. And God bless all of you who were able to come for the three days convention with Bishop Armstrong. It was an awesome time. Hallelujah. Saturday evening around 6.30, 7 o'clock, then he sent me a message. It's a man of God. By the grace of God, I've arrived in Benin. Hallelujah. Amen. Because... Moving from Ghana to Benin is not a simple thing. The borders are terrible. And a lot of people are trying to extort money from people just to be able to cross the borders to go. But God was faithful and he took him and the blessing of the Lord has been done. Hallelujah. Alright. Now, we want to continue our teachings. Last week, I don't know what we did. Um, still from the yellow book, yellow fever card, yellow card. <laughs> Hallelujah. And um, we, so yellow means warning. And when you are driving the traffic light, red means stop. Yellow means, Charlie, it's a warning. Get ready to stop. You see, yellow. And then green means you can go now. Hallelujah. So whenever we are studying from this book, this book is key fact. Very important fact that you need to know as a Christian. From the time you give your life to Jesus Christ, or even before, but from the time you give your life to Jesus Christ and you become a believer, some key things that you need to know. Amen. Before then, let's take our scripture for the week. I nearly forgot. Our scripture for the week is Romans chapter 13 and verse number 7. Romans 13 verse 7 is our scripture. Every week, we are learning a new scripture that you can memorize and use throughout the week. 
at least if you don't get anything at all. So if you are faithful in coming to church, by the end of the year, you should have 54 scriptures that you have learned. 54 new scriptures that you have learned. Hallelujah. And we want to read. Do you remember last week's scripture? Do you remember? Last week we read from where? First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 12. It's actually verse 12 and 13. And then today we are looking at Romans chapter 13 verse 7. You want to read it. Disturb everybody by yourself. Shall we all read it together? Ready? Go. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. Shall we read it again? Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Anna to whom Anna. For the last time, Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. And Anna to whom Anna. All that, this scripture, the only thing that we always know is, let's give Anna to whom Anna is due. <laughs> so, when we are inviting somebody, say, ladies and gentlemen, with a standing ovation, giving Anna to whom Anna is due. It's true. But today you are completing the whole scripture. Hallelujah. This is the scripture. Romans chapter 13. And it's not only Anna. There are four things that are due. Four things that are due according to this scripture. It said that, render therefore to all their deeds. In other words, render all. All the deeds. And it starts. The first due is what? Tribute. To whom tribute is due. The second one is custom. To whom custom. The third one is fear. To whom fear. And the last one is honor. To whom honor. Hallelujah. I hope you remember the scripture. So can we take it up and say it for the last time? Please take it up. Let's see whether we can we can take it. We can take it. Hey. He said the mention Bible. You are, we are saying it together. Ready? Go. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Again. Render therefore to all their dues. For the last time. Render therefore to all their dues. What is the dues? Number one. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Second one. Custom to whom custom. Third one. Fear to whom fear. And the last one. Honor to whom honor. Oh, God bless you. Put your hands together. It's too powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me try and read it in the key. I want us to get this scripture. We are already behind time because of the rains, but I want to get to understand the scripture well. Uh, where's my key Bible? Up here. Okay. Beautiful. So Romans chapter 13 and um, verse number 7. P Bible says, Munchia ubiara de eseno. Muni tuo ahodo nina madia etuo seno. Munsuro de de sulo seno. Muni de eni de seno eni. Amen. Hallelujah. Beautiful. So that's what the Bible says. Now, 
We are continuing from this yellow book and for the past four weeks, we have been learning about um, the, for the past four or five weeks, we have been, today is the sixth week, we have been learning, or seventh week, seventh week, and we have been learning about your role as a church member and we have not even finished, okay, the role as a church member. The very, very important thing that I want everybody to understand from this service that a church member is not somebody who comes to church. A church member is not somebody who has written his name in a local church. I've written my name in Pentecost, so I am a Pentecost church member. No, that's not a church member. A church member is not somebody who has written his name in Lighthouse or, or Jesus is the Answer or Assemblies of God or Methodist. And then he said that because I've written my name or I even pay my tithe, I am a church member. No, a church member is somebody who is a member of the church. Listen, the church is not what you are seeing. When we talk about the church, we are talking about Jesus Christ. The church is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The church is the body of Jesus Christ. So when we talk about the church, I'm not talking about be, belonging to a local group. No. I'm talking about belonging to Jesus Christ. You may be coming to church, but you're not a member of the church. You are a member of Jita Assembly or Jita Group, but you're not a member of the church. Because one day Jesus Christ, when he comes, he's not coming to take Jesus is the answer or methods or assemblies or presby. He's coming to take his church. His church is different from the denominations that we have. It's every other one called both denomination to send here. Wabaha, who don't have a both Jesus is the answer denomination. Two feet say you are a church member, but a church member is somebody who is a member of the body of Jesus Christ. And then we read from First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. And he escaped if you cry. He said, Now ye are the body of Christ. Ye, you are the body of Christ. You are the body of Christ. Now, oh, 1 Corinthians 12 27, please. You have to be fast. Ye are the body of Christ. Ye are the body of Christ. The church is called the body of Christ. It will be a or then the one body, no, is now a church member. And the second part of the scripture says, and now you have become members in particular. You have not received salvation, you are not born again. You may think that you are a church member. But Jesus will say in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, 25, he said, In that day I will say unto you, I never knew you. Meaning more that. Matthew 7 verse 24 Hallelujah Not one but 24 It's not easy to be there Anyway So that is the premises That is the first thing that we established Because you are a member of the body of Jesus Christ You start to say you can your role as a church member You start to criticize and you'll be confused and you'll not understand. So we have learned 
six different roles of a church member. In fact, we are on the sixth row. We started the sixth row last week and we are still on it. This week, I'm continuing. And next week, I will still continue on the sixth row. In fact, this whole month, I may be talking about the sixth row, which is your duty towards your pastor. Your duty towards your pastor. The first role is that you must be what? You must be a faithful attendee. If you are a member of the body, the body can't gather here and the you, you are in the home. A member of the body. Why? Because your body is here. So when the body of Christ have gathered, you can't be at home when you are a member of the body. And the second one we said is that you must be a, a stable Christian. Be stable. Be stable. Be stable. And then the third one we say that you must pay your tithe. Paying your tithe regularly is a role of a church member. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the third one we said you give offering. I said tithe we pay but offering we give. Offering you decide what to give but tithe you don't decide. It is a car within Yanko Ponte. You know what you do? I say okay. Me decide to say me to attend. Share. So when you get your money, 10% is for God. And I explained, tithe is not only just money. Even your time, you can pay tithe on it. Every Christian is supposed to spend 2 hours, 40 minutes at least with God every day. God has given you 24 hours. For two, two hours, 40 minutes. That's why when you come to church, two hours, 40 minutes, or two hours, 30 minutes, you are just paying your tithe of the time that God has given to you. Are you here with me? And the, and the, the next one we said is that you must give offering. And we say giving offering is like sowing seeds. A sower went out to sow. In this life, when you don't sow, you don't reap. When you don't sow, you don't reap. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. He says, be not deceived, for God is not more. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. What are you sowing? Many people want to reap, but they don't sow anything. And that is why many people's lives are in misery. Amen. Begin to sow today, so that tomorrow you can reap. The fifth role we learned is making your talent available for the use of the church. And we read from Matthew chapter 25 how that God gave talents to everybody and he expected everybody to use their talent. Amen. See, today when... Uh, who was leading the song? Uh-huh. Lucy was leading the song. It was a talent. And you're too good, at least. The talent is... It may be one talent. She's different from Stella now. What about five talents? So ten talents now. Or the two, you know, sell my microphone. We say, okay, yes, talent. But on us, eba, me can't hear CB. I don't want to be for microphone. Yes, everybody must use their talent. You see, when I see people doing things and whatever, and you cry, me, I see that oh, the people are trying. They are using that one guy no near one talent. He went to hide. He didn't even try. He didn't even attempt to use the talent. And so when the master came, he was angry with him for not using the talent. It may not be God, but talent, you are trying. If I tell you when I started preaching, how I used to preach, you listen to my preaching and you feel that it's good. Because as you keep on using the talent, you get better. You get better. You get better. Amen. When next time, you see microphone, I will say yes. Power beam. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh-huh. 
But and then a crank a crank a crank a crack. Men who said not still a buana kakra, no buana kakra me see that's all. And kakanga kreko ye. It will go well. So what talent has God given you? I want it to not say you so. The most dangerous thing a Christian can do is to be sitting in the church and don't do anything and think that you have been given nothing. To every man, go go back to verse number 13. 13. Is it verse 13? Is it? Okay, go down. Where did it start? On to one. Uh-huh. Yes, this one. To, to every, to one another. He said, and to every man according to his several ability. Every man who, every man. What is the ability God has given to you? What is the talent God has given to you? I would say, what is the talent God has given to you? I would say, 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 is your duty towards your pastor. Amen. And there are four or five of them that Bishop has written here and we want to quickly go through them. Last week, we, I think we looked at two of them. The first one we looked at is that know your pastors. First Thessalonians chapter 12, 5 verse 12, sorry. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 12 is the scripture we looked at. He said, I beseech you brethren, to know them that labor among you. Your, when it comes to your relationship with your pastor, the first thing is know your pastor. Know him. Know the person. When Bishop Armstrong was preaching, you see, he kept saying this thing, that may God reveal your man of God to you. Sometimes there may be somebody among you God has given to you. In the same way like the Jews. Up to now, the Jews are waiting for the Messiah. Meanwhile, the Messiah had come, died, and people have gotten salvation. Still, they are waiting for the Messiah. Because as Jesus came to walk among them, but they never ever were able to know that this is the Messiah. Until now. In the Bible, come with John chapter 1 verse 11. He came to his own, but his own received him not. They didn't know who he was. Until one day, he had to ask the, the disciples, who do men say that I am? In case maybe you don't know who I am, who do men say that I am? Because sometimes you may have somebody God has given to you and you may never know who God has given to you. In Jeremiah 3.15, he said, I will give you pastors according to my own heart who shall feed you. God will give you pastors according to my own heart. He will give you pastors according to my own heart. No, never miss it all. Your first duty towards your pastor is to know who your pastor is. Know him. May God give you a revelation of who your pastor is. When you see Bishop Dagger, may God give you a revelation of who he is. Many people don't know. That is why we have pastors who have left the church who are fighting him because they don't know who he is. One day, a certain man of God said, Hey, Bishop, he said, Archbishop Duncan Williams, me, I'm afraid. See, that man, when he gets angry and he says something, he can come to pass. So, me, I'm afraid. Because the man has seen who that person is. Many people just joke. Many people just joke. And it's very important. He said, go back to your hand, the scripture. We beseech you, brethren, to know them. 
That is your first duty towards your pastor. Know that your role is to know your pastor. It's not just your pastor knowing you, but you too must know your pastor. Bishop. Bishop. Bishop, your title. But It's not easy. But John chapter 10, verse 4, he says that to him, he leadeth out. He lead the sheep out. And the sheep follow him for they know. The sheep will follow because they know. They know. They know his voice. They know who their pastor's voice is. Many people don't know. Many people. You go for outing. You meet people. So, I am sorry. Who is the pastor? 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 And it's not good. You must know. Oh, Master, my boss scripture now. No alcohol. And I know you mean in Pilichi. Why? My boss scripture bear three. After now, we saw first Thessalonians. Somebody should help him. I said, John chapter 10, verse 4. John 10, 4. I mean, the scripture is not for me, really. It's for the people so that they will know the scripture. Say, I saw for no, about scripture now. And one on, and you say, about to be, to be. What you say? When he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. Why? Because they know his voice. They know his voice. You see, if you don't know the voice of your pastor, when I say the voice of pastor, and you say, yeah, he calls you on phone, then he picks the phone, hello. Oh, Bishop, no, that's not what I'm talking about. To know the voice of your pastor is to know that when there is a problem or there is an issue, this is what my pastor will do. That is knowing the voice of your pastor. I know the voice of my pastor, Bishop, that, that when it comes to certain things, I don't even need to call him. I know what he will say. I know what he will say. I know what he will say. Yes. Hallelujah. Many years ago, I heard a voice clearly about loan. I said, wow. And there are certain things that we don't collect loan to do. Number one, we don't collect loan to build a house. No, no, no. Collect loan to build a house. Why? Because when you put the money into the house, it doesn't come back. It doesn't come back. It doesn't come back. The most Foolish thing you can collect a loan to buy is a car. Any day is very foolish. A car. You see, when you are driving your car, it does not depend on only you. Then you see some foolish man who is drunk. Your car that you went to sign a loan of 20000 to buy, no? It's sports. And if you didn't have money to do comprehensive insurance, a third party, and third party, they don't pay the car for you. They just do one or two things and that's it. So the 20000 you went to take as a loan is gone. The car is gone. Now you need even more money to repair the car. And it is stupid. It is foolishness. And many years ago, I heard his voice about this thing. One day he said that his father advised him that never drive anybody's car. And that is a voice. That is a voice. Know the voice of your pastor. 
Know the voice of your pastor. It's very important. When you know him and you follow him, you, he will lead you. He said he leads them to the green pastures. The shepherd leads you to the green pastures. But if you don't know his voice, you will never get to the green pastures. You always be hungry because you don't know where the good pastures are. Number two, we said that your second duty towards your pastor is to respect or honor your pastor. That's where I ended last week. To respect or honor your pastor. First Thessalonians again, chapter 5, verse 12. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12 and 13. We are going there. He said, we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and over you and admonish you. Verse 13. And to esteem them very highly. And to esteem them very highly. In love. For their work's sake. And be at peace among yourselves. Hallelujah. To esteem them highly. To respect them. To honor them highly. And the scripture we read today in Romans chapter 13. Let's start from verse 1. You will see. The whole of Romans chapter 13 from verse 1 to I think verse 9 or 10 is talking about the ministers that God has given to you and how you should handle them and treat them. Let's see. He said, Romans chapter 13, let's look at verse, verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. Verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. And the power that be are ordained by God. There are three powers that God has ordained on earth. Number one, a president or a king who rules a nation is a power ordained by God. It does not matter whether you are MPP, NDC, NCC, NK, it doesn't matter. The power that is in God, Bible says God ordained that power. Your duty as a Christian is not to criticize the power, but to pray for the powers. Pray for them. Whether it's your party or not your party, just pray for them. That's the first power. The second power God has put on earth is the father in the family. A father in the family is a power God has established on this earth. If you joke with the father figure, you are joking with your life. And the third power that God has established in the, in, in, around is the, is the pastor in the church. The pastor in the church. These are the three powers that God has established. And then he said in the verse number one, let every soul or everybody be subjected to the high powers. For there is no power but of God. There is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained by God. There are some wicked presidents who have come to stay in power. You'll be surprised that they are ordained by God. Yeah. One day God said, I will make Pharaoh's heart to become hard. Stubborn. So that I can destroy him. And at the end of the when I finish doing that, everybody in Egypt will respect me and give me honor. The power that be are ordained by God. Verse 2. Verse 2. Whoso therefore resisted the power. When you resist power, maybe you are an usher. They have put somebody in charge of the usher. If you resist that power, you are resisting the ordinance of God. You are resisting it. Ordinance means God's wisdom, God's arrangement, God's plan. Anybody who resists the powers that be, you are resisting the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. In other words, it will never be well with them. It won't be well with them. 
it won't be well with them. Hallelujah. Verse 4, verse 3. Verse 3. For rulers, listen to rulers are a terror, not a terror, they are not a terror to good works. Rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. You see, almost every president or king or whatever who has sat in power before, in his mind, he is, he is dealing against evil. Unfortunately, the evil spirit take them over and rather use them for evil. But in their mind, it's not that they want to do evil. But he said, any power that God established or rulers, they are rather not a terror to good works, but to the evil. The rulers are terror to the evil. Then will that then, will that then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Verse 4. For he is, so all the powers that he's talking about now, he's limiting it to the power that he established in the church. And said, for he is a minister of God. To thee for good. He is a minister of God. That's the first one. Number two, he is a minister of God to thee. And number three, he is a minister of God to thee for good. For good. For good. So whether it is Bishop Kweku who was here, Bishop Armstrong who was here, Bishop Harry who was here, or me who is here, you must understand that all those ordinations by God is for our good. There are some people who say, hey, me, I can't flow with this person. I will flow with this person. I can't flow. Look, when you do that, eh, the Bible says that you resist the ordinance of God and it will not be well for you. It won't be well for you. Me, I've learned. There is no pastor or whatever I cannot assist. There is no pastor I cannot receive. Once it's God who has given them to me in my church, I can be able to receive the person. You should be able to. Then he says that. For he is a minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, then be afraid. Be afraid. Why? For he buried not the sword in vain. Every man of God had a sword. The sword is the, vo- is the word of God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 that and taking on the spirit, the, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And that is the Bible says, for he bear not the spirit or the sword in vain. The sword that he bear is not in vain. It's not in vain. It's not in vain, not in vain at all. Then he says that, for he is the minister of this. The second time he's repeating. I'm talking about, he's trying to say that I'm talking about the minister of God. For he is the minister of God. A revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wow. Verse 5. Verse 5. Wherefore, or therefore, ye must needs be subject, not only for the wrath, but also for conscience sake. For conscience sake. Verse 6. For this cause, and I'm saying for this cause, pay ye tribute. Also, for they are God's ministers. This is the third time he's repeating. They are God's ministers. Pay tribute to them, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Then the verse 7 is the scripture we learned today. Then he said, verse 7, render therefore to all their dues. Render therefore to all their Jews. 
The first one is tribute. What is a tribute? What is a tribute? I think I looked into the dictionary and it was giving me the meaning of tribute. Because, you see, yesterday I was at a funeral and we were reading tributes. We were reading tributes to the person. The person is dead and gone. But we were reading tributes. A tribute is an act or a statement or a gift that is intended to show gratitude, respect, or admiration. It's an attitude. It's an act. It's a gift or a statement. You see, so during the funeral, what we were doing, we were giving statement of, of, of what? Appreciation. We were thanking him. How he came to Sandema, how he built the church in Sandema, and the other place where is called what? Huh? Chuchila. He has built two buildings here and here, and the church there have come to honor him, and they were saying this. That is tribute. Unfortunately, 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 we wait for people to die before we give them tribute. When they can't hear. When they can't hear. When they can't hear. When people are alive, this is the time. When you say that about the minister of God, don't wait for the minister of God to die before you give your tribute. Your testimonies about his ministry in your life and what he has done and how he has impacted your life. We, we rather love to say evil behind people. But we don't give the tribute. We don't give the tribute. A statement showing your appreciation and admiration for the person. Yeah. One day I went for a 50th birthday party of somebody. And one of the main events, I mean, in fact, when we finished the party, the, the only event I enjoyed was that. Where everybody in the room was given opportunity to give a tribute about the party. The person was there. Person was, in fact, at a point, the person was full of tears, of joy. That people have this to say about him. Most of the time, we when people die, they will come and read things that are not true. Because we know that the person cannot hear. But when the person is alive, you can't say certain things. You can't say certain things. Hallelujah. So when it comes to your ministers, that is one church I love so much is Winners Chapel. Come. You see, you see people coming to give tribute or testimony, what we call testimony. About, I was in church, the man of God laid hands on me, or he prayed for me, or he said something, and when he said it, I went and I did it. Praise the Lord, it has come to pass. That is tribute. But we have members who rather will go home and criticize the past. The Bible did not say go and criticize. It said give tribute to whom tribute is due. Not criticism. Not, no pastor is perfect. But at least your tribute encourages the pastor in the work that he's doing. Yeah, it encourages him. Give tribute to whom tribute is due. Then the second thing is custom. You see, custom is a way by which somebody does his things. You, when, when Bishop Armstrong was here, you can see clearly the way he preaches is different from the way I preach. The way he does his things is different. The way Bishop Harry does his things is different. But people love to compare. Eh? Look at this way, the way he preaches. That's not how Bishop Harry does it. Me, the highway that Bishop Harry, your face. You understand? Bible says that the power that be, God himself is the one who has obtained it. You think that it is my will to be here? No. Me to where I'm coming from, people were crying that I shouldn't go. Sometimes you come to a place and people, it's as if, eh, whatever, and, and they don't even want to receive. You see, when you don't receive me, you don't receive the, the man who sent me. You are trying to say, Bishop Dag, you are a fool to send somebody like that here. 
And when you don't receive Bishop that you don't receive Jesus, I will send Bishop that. And that, that's how the chain goes. My custom is different. Maybe when I preach, I shout. When somebody preaches, he doesn't shout. That is my custom. That's my custom. And render, accept my custom. I accept, I accept the way I do my things. And flow with the way I do my things. That's how I do my things. That's it. Hallelujah. Custom to whom custom. Then the third one is fear. The word fear there is respect. 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 Sometimes you can see that this person, when I see that you don't respect me, eh, I don't also give my energy to you. Yes. You respect goes where respect is. If you don't respect me, I also don't respect you. And then we all move on. Some people pretend as if they respect me. When I can, oh, Bishop. But when you turn your back, you see the things they say about you. You see. Yes. Yeah. Give respect to whom respect is due. That's the, the word fear. It's respect. It's respect. I can't go to a place with my pastor, Bishop K. And then we get to the place and there's only one chair. And I said, oh, I sat down. We are all bishops, so stand. No, it doesn't show respect. It doesn't show respect. Not at all. Not at all. There are people in this church, they will even travel. They will not say anything to the pastor. It's not a sign of respect. You see, in every house, there is a father. And so when you are in the house, and you are traveling, and you go and tell your father that you are traveling. It's not a sign of respect. Hey, today, dear pastor, you are saying things. <laughs> yes. We have church members who will go and take beloveds and marry without even the pastor knowing about it. Yes. The pastor, you, see, you see that there is no respect. There is no respect. Not at all. Not at all. Even when they are doing their thing, they will never tell you anything. You see, when they don't tell you things, they are trying to say, they don't respect your opinion. Your opinion is not respected. That's why we won't tell you anything. We'll just do it. When we finish, we'll tell you that we have done it. There is no respect in it. There is no respect in it. And then the last one, Anna. To whom? Anna. is you. And last week, I was sharing about signs of dishonor. When you don't honor somebody, there are certain things that show that you don't honor. Number one is your absence. Not that you have trouble. You can be here. You could be here. You are in the house. But there's that, oh, me, I'm, 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 I'm tired. You see, that absence, that absence, if JMP is supposed to be in the service, he has not traveled, he's not sick, he's there, and then he just say that, I won't come. That absence, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, me too, I'm busy. That absence is a sign of this honor to me. And I said that if the regional minister says that he's going to visit his mother at work when the president is coming to Tamale, it's a great sign of disrespect and dishonor to the president. The regional minister that the president have appointed over the region of northern region and then he has come. He said, I'm going to work to visit my mother. <laughs> By the time you come from war, you are off the region. You can't even come back to the region. It's a sign of dishonor. Just people just decide, oh, maybe I'm tired, I won't come. No, look, look. 
that thing is a sign of dishonor. And Saul told Samuel, I know that I've disobeyed God. I didn't obey God, but Saul, Saul told Samuel, but I beg you, please go with me. Be present in the meeting. Your absence in the meeting is a sign that you have dishonored me. And everybody will know that you have dishonored me. Absence. Another sign of dishonor is when you, you don't take the advice of somebody. You disregard advice. There are some people, the thing you tell them don't do is the thing they will do. Exactly what they will do. It's a sign of dishonor. When the prodigal son left the house and he was going, he was, he didn't know he was dishonoring his father. He publicly dishonored and disrespected and disgraced his father by that act of leaving the house. Hallelujah. I pray that the word of God will enter into us. Me, I've come to believe, I've come to believe that, look, my prosperity, which I will deal with it next week. Next week, I'm going to deal, I don't know whether next week, next week, I'm going to deal with that one. But I can give you the scripture up front. The next week, when we come, we will enter into it. You see, your prosperity is in the mouth of your pastor. That's how God has done it. He said, there's no authority unless the authority that God has ordained. So if you are in the church and you don't receive your pastor that God has given to you, you don't prosper. You don't increase. Let me just give you Jeremiah 3.15. The other scripture I'll give you next week. Jeremiah 3.15. Let's go back to it again. As I conclude. Jeremiah 3.15. I'm not out of where so, but only my time. When I look at the time. We are now about to take communion and all that. That's why I'm... He said, I will give you... You see, a pastor is somebody you don't choose. A pastor is like your father. You don't choose who your father is. God give you. Then, you know, I want a father whose head is not too big. This one is too big. I'm going to look... No, you can't choose your father. It's a one Can't choose your father. God give you, I will give you pastors according to my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Look at verse 16. Normally we end here, but the verse 16, we don't go there. And it shall come to pass after the feeding of knowledge and understanding. It shall come to pass when ye are multiplied. Your multiplication is in the feeding of your pastor. When you receive the knowledge and the understanding from your pastor, it shall come to pass. You will multiply and increase. Your business will multiply. It will increase. The thing that you are doing will multiply. It will increase. And it shall come to pass when ye are multiplied and increased in the land. In the land. In the land, and me have come to believe as I receive my pastor, and that is why October 3rd, first Sunday in October, is Galatians 6 6. It's a day that we have set aside that any honor that we can give to our pastor, I want to give it to him. I want to give him whatever you have, just come. So, I want to honor. I can see that since I came, because this morning, this morning, do you know who is preaching to you this morning? You think it's me? I'm preaching from his book. So it, he is directly, directly he is the one who is preaching to you. Directly he is the one who is preaching to you. So that when it comes to Galatians says, and somebody, you know, people are saying hey, it's too much. Why do we collect money and give it to the person? You see, even your gifts to the person is a sign of how you honor and respect the person. 
when people respect you, they give you gifts too. You see, you see the people who respect and honor you, who really believe in you, are the people who give you gifts. On my birthday, there are some people they didn't give me anything. I saw that they didn't give me anything, and I've seen it. Immediately, it says, it says sometimes it's not just about oh I don't have. There are people who gave me one CD. I appreciated it because that's what they had. That's how they had the widow when. Elijah got there. He said, I don't have anything. I have only a little flour and little oil. And I'm gathering two sticks. Even the sticks where you couldn't get them. It's only two. I don't know whether two sticks you can use for firewood. He said, I'm gathering two sticks. Then me and my son will go and do and then we will eat. And after that, we will die. And the prophet said, you will not die. Bring that thing to me. To eat. Go and do as you have said, but bring it to me and let me eat. That's the the Lord. That flour will never get finished. And that oil will never ever cease. And the Bible said the woman believed. She went. She did it and brought as soon as she returned to the house. Ah! Hey! The flour, there is still some flour. But I gave it to the man of God. Hey! And the oil too. Hey! The bottle is even full. Then she did another one. By the time she came back, it was full. But hey! The Bible said it never ever ceased. Until God sent rain again on the earth. His prosperity, the prosperity of the woman and the increase and the multiplication of the woman was in the mouth of the prophet. As soon as the woman received the man in a certain way, it was activated. It was activated. And Elijah's custom is that go and give me and eat. Maybe somebody's custom may be, okay, you bring it, let's share. But his, no, his custom was not let's share. Bring it and let me eat. <laughs> First, let me eat it first. You may say, ah, this prophet is wicked. Oh, look, that is his custom. Render his custom to his custom. Render it to him. That is custom. That's custom. I know a pastor, when he's praying for people, he give them blows. And they reported, hey, the pastor is beating the people in the church. And the people went and said, he's not beating us. I have so much answer. As soon as he blow me, no, the answer went. So people were, he said, blow me more, blow me more, blow me more. <laughs> that is his custom. That is his custom. Sometimes if you don't respect a man of God's custom, you miss out. Like Elijah. When Naaman came, he said, ah, this man, I should go and bath. I thought he would come out of his room, stretch forth his hand to heaven, and strike the place where the leprosy is, and I will be healed. You see, he has come with a custom of another man of God he knew. But this man of God, that's not how he operates. Elisha said, go and bath. I've seen that you don't bath. Go and bath. And don't bath once. Bath seven times. <laughs> bath seven times. And after bathing seven times, came out. Said, hey, I am healed. I am healed. Yes. If you have bath sex, you will never be healed. Seven. Seven. And you'll be healed. I pray that God will give us understanding. So that we stop criticizing and comparing and rather receive the blessing that God has brought to you through the man of God that God is bringing to you. May God bless you. Stand to your feet and clap your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to pray this morning. Just pray. I don't know what you heard, but I don't know what God is ministering to you. But pray this morning in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. You are praying. Whatever was ministered to you. You want to pray this morning. 
Tell God, help me to pay my tributes. Help me to pay all my dues. My dues are my tribute. My dues are my fear. My dues are my custom. My dues are the honor. Lord, I pray this morning. Lift up your voice as you pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. There is a blessing for you. But you need to know that God has put it in vessels. And the vessel, once you receive the vessel, you are able to receive the blessing that God has for you. You are lifting up your voice and you are praying. You are praying this morning. You are praying this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, forgive me for dishonoring the servants that you sent to me. Lord, forgive me for not paying my tribute and my not paying my dues. Forgive me, oh God. This morning I pray in the name of Jesus. I tap into a new grace. I tap into a new grace to do that which is necessary. To do that which is necessary. Oh yes, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. Deliver me, oh God. Deliver me, oh God. Deliver me, oh God. Sometimes we have incurred a wrath of certain people because of our misbehavior towards them. But Lord, we pray for your mercy. We pray for your mercy. We pray for your mercy. The Bible says, the sword that they hold, they don't hold it in vain. I pray, Lord, uh, anything that I've spoken against your servant and the people you have sent to me, that will make the sword to devour me. Lord, have mercy. Deliver me, oh God. Deliver me, oh God. Deliver me, oh God. In the name of Jesus. And now I pray, give me a heart to receive the people that you give to me. Give me a heart. May my heart be open. May my receptivity be open. In the name of Jesus. May whatever you have put inside them, may it pass from them to me because that is the blessing that you have ordained for me it shall come to pass when I am multiplied and I'm increased because I've received knowledge and understanding then Lord I will bless your name I will bless your name Lord in the name of Jesus oh thank you Lord thank you Lord we bless your name Lord as every head bow every eye close this morning we are here you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I told you that you are not a member of the church until you are a member of the body of Jesus Christ. Jesus must give birth to you. God must give birth to you through the Spirit. Except a man is born again, he cannot see. He cannot enter. This morning, something must happen to you. If you are here, you are not born again. Somebody invited you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life. I want to give my life. I want to give my life. If you have lifted up your hand, just come down here. We want to pray together. Come down here. Come down here. Have you lifted up your hand? Have you lifted up your hand? Come, come, come. Don't be afraid. Come. Don't be scared. Come. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for him. Hallelujah. My brother, what's your name? John. Wow. May God use you greatly. John. John, pray this prayer after me. Mean it from the bottom of your heart. Okay? Lift up your hands and say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Let the whole church join. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I believe with all my heart that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe with all my heart that he came to die for my salvation. I receive him into my heart. I receive him into my life as my Lord and my Savior. From today, I will serve him. From today, I will follow him all the days of my life. 
thank you Jesus for this opportunity in Jesus name Amen. Lord I pray for John thank you for your blessing that has come upon John this morning. Let that grace that you imparted upon me more many years ago let that same grace come upon him and use him greatly in Jesus name. Amen. John you see our brother over here our pastor over here waving to you. See him go to him he will speak to you and then you come back right now put your hands together for john hallelujah oh hallelujah amen please you may be seated as we join the prophets with time of communion time with the prophets shall we roll please Father, we commit these nations into your hand isaiah 56 and verse 7 your prayers and your sacrifices will be accepted on my altar for my house will be called the house of prayer for all nations. Amen. Amen. Thank you. We have prayed for all nations and you have heard our prayer. Amen. And now as we come before the table of the yes, Lord, Lord, please stand to let your feet healing your come to everyone that partakes of this amazing meal. Hallelujah. We pray for the of the Lord, yes, Lord, to be in every household, mm. every home, yes, Lord, every home, yes, Lord, the body of Jesus Christ, the body of Jesus Christ. Now the blood. The blood. Because of the blood, mm. Isaac shall emerge. Hallelujah. Laughter shall emerge from your house. Amen. Your door is opening. Hey. And Isaac is running out. Hallelujah. He's playing in the field. Mm. He's playing in the garden. Hallelujah. Mando Kamanda Mendele Amen. The blood speaks for you. Hallelujah. The blood speaks for you. Yes. The blood speaks for you. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Amen. Lift your hands for your blessing. Oh, yes. May the Lord remember you. Amen. May the Lord remember your prayers. Amen. May the Lord remember your sacrifice. Amen. May the Lord remember your searching. Amen. And your seeking. Yes. Your finding. Mm. Finding him. Mm. May the Lord hear your prayers. Amen. And answer. Yes, Lord. May he answer your prayers that you pray from your heart. May he bless you. May he bless you. Amen. My God. Yes. Yes. May he gift you. Amen. Manda Kamala. Jesus. 
May he answer your prayer Amen. in such a way that no one can dispute that the Lord has remembered you after 100 years, after 100 years, after 90 years, after 90 years, after so many seasons, oh, Jesus. Receive your Isaac. I receive your laughters. I receive your joy. I receive and your blessing. I receive the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. The meal of blessing. Hey, be with you. We receive it, Lord. The Lord remember you. Amen. And do a marvelous thing in your life. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. You see, if you are a Christian, you should learn how to say amen. Mm. See, the, the most poorest Christian. He can't give tithe. He can't give offering. He can't give. And then, oh, amen to he can't say. I mean, if you can't say amen to a blessing, then you are, you are, you are the most poorest Christian. Amen. And amen is the net that catches blessing. See, when you go to the fishermen, you have different, different nets. One day I went, I saw, ah, this net, this net. I said, what? Is this? this net is used to catch small, 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 small fishes. So the net is small. This one is used to catch another type of fish. This one too. This one too. I saw one. It's very big. That one is used to catch, um, what do we call it? Um, salmon. Big, 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 big salmon. Tuna. Uh-huh. Big ones. So this one is used to catch tuna. So all the small ones will pass inside. We don't need it. They're big, big ones. Yeah. If you're a Christian, your spiritual net is called Amen. It catches the blessing. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Blessings have been declared and you are sitting there that you, you are the most poorest Christian. If you amen cry, you can't say. Say it with strength. Amen. And receive the blessing. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Alright. We want to receive our tithes. If you brought your first and best, your tithe. And any envelope at all you receive in the convention that you want to bring also. You have not brought, you didn't bring the convention envelope. You've received envelope. You've not brought it. You can also come. We want to pray together. But I'm receiving tight, first and best. Is it tight or convention? Tight. Tight, tight, tight. One Nigerian pastor say, pay your tight so that you will not be tight. If you are suffering, check your offering. <laughs> so if, you are off, if you are suffering, then check. Maybe you have not been sowing seeds of offering. That's why you are suffering. And if you are tight, you should be checking your tight. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for these ones who have come to honor you. With their first and best their tithe because they acknowledge that you are the giver of all great things as they give their tithe father let your word concerning your tithe come to pass you remember them and open the windows of heaven and pour them out blessings may they walk in blessings supernatural ones this week and this month in the name of jesus amen your tithes is your tithes Okay, other envelopes, you can put them inside this one. Alright. God bless you. Beautiful. Now, I think you can take our offering. Take your offering. Father, we are so grateful. This morning, I want to give a very, very powerful seed. Very good seed. Take your offerings. Take your offerings. Father, thank you for an opportunity to give. 
We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, that we should remember the Lord, our God, for it is Him that gives us power to make wealth. Our offering is a sign of remembering the goodness of the Lord as we give. Lord, remember us and bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. Ashes, you may receive it. All right. What a blessing. Two Saturdays ago, we had a very beautiful wedding of our brother Obed and our sister Jessica from Wind and Fire, Assemblies of God. And um, last week, they were there to give their thanksgiving. And so this morning, they are here to thank God. This is from Mr. and Mrs. Obed. Obed what? Why, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Obed, it doesn't include it. Mr. and Mrs. Obed, Ayamba. Ah. So that, so they are here to give thanks to God. Shall we welcome them? Beautiful couple. Beautiful. Their wedding was too beautiful. Very, very nice. Very, very powerful. Wow. Oh, clap your hands as they are coming. You know. I see God also making you to renew your vows and opening doors for your blessings also to come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Beautiful. So, how was the wedding? Look. It was fine. <laughs> oh, it was fine. It was beautiful. Say it well. Say it well. Uh, it was you fantastic. know, we, we, it was fantastic. Wow. In fact, the ceremony was so beautiful that they, when I look at Jessica, I said, wow. She was looking glorious. But we, the pastors, you know, we finished praying and after that we left. But when we left, we don't know what happened after. And that's what we want to hear. News of what happened after. So, Obed, um, have you listened to the honeymoon song? You have not listened. Hey, you have to go and play the go back for honeymoon again. Ah! I mean, you must be playing the honeymoon song. Eh? Do you have the honeymoon song? Play the honeymoon song and during the honeymoon, then listen to the words of the honeymoon. So that when you come, you can come and tell us something. When, when you come here, you can't tell us anything about the honeymoon. It means I didn't listen to the song. Yes. Uh-huh. So, h- how was it? Um, in fact. In fact. It was splendid. Hey! This big, big English was splendid. It was whatever. I mean. Uh, so, what happened? Everything happened. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Jessica, Mrs. Ayamba, tell us, tell us. I mean, uh, we have been seeing um, your husband. By the time you realize, people are gone. So, how was it? Uh-huh. It was sweet. Hey, why were you eating toffee? Chocomilo or something. It was sweet. Wow. But you enjoy your honeymoon. It was beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ah. Honeymoon. Listen. Come on. Play. 
it feels like you are gliding on the pink cloud. With roses, With roses everywhere. Were there roses in your room? Hey. Everything is so special. That's what you are saying. Even the food tastes kind of different. Everyone treats you so specially when you tell them you just got married. Oh, come on. There is nothing like the honeymoon. Hey, you see, our father has written a special song for honeymoon. It's too nice. How many people were not able to make it for the wedding? Oh, something happened, you travel. Oh, Auntie, you cry, you couldn't even come. Oh. But they said they are married, though. Do you believe? You, we are not sure whether they are really married. Ah, your bag is very nice, so let me see. And then the microphone. So come closer to your husband. Come, come closer. Come closer to your husband. Uh, is a photo driver around? Come closer to your husband. Come, come, come closer. Yes, yes. Beautiful. So, Obed, Reverend Fan said something there. And people didn't see. So I'm standing in the legs of Reverend Fan and I also say, Mister, you may kiss your wife. Come on. Come on. Give her, give her that splendid thing and let us see. All the splendid things you are saying. Come on. Come on. Hey. 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 Hey, Jessica, who could you Ah! She's running away. Come on. Ah, you have been trained. What's no? Hey. Hey, did you get a good picture? No, you Jessica, you have spoiled the picture. Jessica, you have spoiled the picture. Please come closer. Don't spoil the picture for us. Don't spoil the picture for us. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We want the honeymoon to last. Please stretch out your hand upon them. Let's pray for them. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your blessing upon Obed and Jessica. Thank you for this beautiful union. Thank you for this beautiful thing that you have begun in their life. All the prophecies that were declared upon them, we establish them from today. We declare that this marriage will be a great one. Let many people look up to marriage and say, wow, God has done a wonderful thing. Let the sweetness and the joy and the happiness we are seeing today continue with them in the next five years, in the next 10 years, in the next 20 years, till the end of their life. Be with them and bless them. Let it be fruitful by all standards. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone will shout, Amen. Wow. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Or you have something else to say? That's all. You have something to say? Uh, I would want to church. Uh, thank the church. Uh, I confuse. You want to church? Yes. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Behalf of my beautiful wife and my family. Wow. Beautiful. Now he too can say my wife and my family. <laughs> Why not? I would want to say a big thank you to Bishop, uh, the church, and everyone who was able to make it on that day. We are really grateful. Wow. 
Obed is a member of the ashes and the ushering department have a gift to come and present to him and their wives. So shall we welcome the ashes as they come to do their presentation? Master. Kasanija Rofi. So um, our brother here happens to be with the ushering ministry and so today we also decided to show our appreciation to he and then the wife for opening the way again once more in terms of marriage. <laughs> so I want to say thank you to our brother Obed. Wow, beautiful. Okay. Obed, they say you have opened the door once more. The Ashland department door has closed for a long time. But God bless you for opening it. So that people like Alfred and then Frenchman, they can all enter. Hey! <laughs> God bless you. God